My back's out. This is Mostly Superheroes. What's up, fellas? We are we're back. <laughs> we're back, and also my back. Ouch! <laughs> There's um, an awful, awful Christopher Reeve joke in there somewhere that I'm not gonna say. Oh, I feel like the fact that you even said that you're gonna pay for it with karma somehow. Yeah, <laughs> you set it up. You're talking about your back. You have your <laughs> Superman stuff on, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, listeners, this is again where I have to plug our YouTube channel. Uh, I'm my back has literally been out for a week. It's something that is new to me. Uh, this happened uh, once last year, about this time. Uh, just it wasn't as bad. I was actually working at an office then, so I'm like going into the office. I made it work. Took ibuprofen, wore a back brace. This year, it was like it took it to a new level, and I think it's because I'm doing a lot of things I've never done before in my whole life, like sitting down and editing videos for ten hours. You know, like that's something I didn't do in a previous life. So I think it's a, like a, a injury driven. But uh, if you're seeing us, I'm literally in a zero gravity chair. I have on a heating pad right now. My ice pack is right here behind me because I got to switch it every 30 minutes. And my mom just coincidentally dropped off uh, this Snuggie that I'm wearing. And it's a Superman Snuggie. And I mean, I'm like Andy, I've said, I'm, I do look comfortable, comfortable. I am comfortable at the moment, but I tried sitting in my normal chair to record for today. And I was like, I can't do it. Yeah. I've been there, man. It you sucks. do it. You, yours goes out too. Uh, not like fully out. I just, just a little discomfort here and there. And that's, I don't know. I, I go to a chiropractor once a month. So yeah. Um, just to maintain this peak physical form that I'm in. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like there's definitely a correlation to like how much I have to go to the chiropractor versus like how much I work out. And it's like, it's definitely like an introverted scale. Like if I'm going, if I'm not working out, my, my back goes out. Like if you stay moving and you stay active, I feel like that's when I don't have any problems. It's just more encouragement to work out. Yeah. PC Mike, you ever had back problems? I mean, it's not great, but I've never been in your state. So, <laughs> well, we're not going to let it get in the way of the show. It's not, we're not going to let it get in the way of being thankful. Um, today is technically, it was kind of a last minute decision, but just with tomorrow being Thanksgiving, today is the Thanksgiving special. So happy Thanksgiving, fellas. Um, I'd like to start off the show today, kind of just getting out of the way. I want to talk about what we're thankful for and do around because my family's always done that. I, I think that's what Thanksgiving is for me, is just a time to be like reflective and thankful. Do the same. We all do this, right? At the end of the year, the holidays come, New Year's comes, New Year's resolutions. I feel like Thanksgiving is like the beginning of that process. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, so I'll put you on the spot. Actually, you know what? I'll go first. You think if you're thankful. I'm going to say it right now. I am to thankful for two big things in my life, and it is for sure my fiance, Carrie. And number two is this show and doing this podcast with you guys. So I just want to say thanks. Thanks. And I'm having the most fun I've ever had. And I can just tell you right now, we'll talk about it more in coming up. But we are really just getting started. Uh, we being this household, me, my fiance and I, we are 
doubling down on the podcast. We have big plans for 2021. Um, and we have a lot of exciting stuff to share with you. But all that aside, I'm thankful to be here with you. I'm thankful to have this new this new career that I'm calling it. It's going to be a lifestyle and to see where it goes. So I'm thankful for that. Thankful for you too. And thankful for PC Mike and the Giggler for joining us too. So uh, Andy, how about you? What are you thankful for this year? Oh man, just thankful. It's been a, obviously a crazy year for everyone, but I think it, like, I don't know, COVID obviously has negatively affected so many people, people getting sick, people losing their job, all that stuff. Um, and luckily I'm just thank, I'm just thankful that none of that has yet has uh, affected myself. Um, obviously there's still time for that to be screwed up, but, uh, thankful for my, for my quarantine, my, my wife, my roommate, Mike, um, unreal how many hours more we've just kind of spent together just chilling in these times. But, uh, yeah, uh, we have a big old day tomorrow plan just to eat all the food that we want and not even Thanksgiving food, just, just whatever we want. And, uh, also for my, my puppy TJ, cause he's the light of my life now. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's a, that's a pretty good list. Yeah. I think that we've talked about this before that it's been a wild year, but you know, as all things considered, you know, all of us have been, I would say we've definitely been affected. Our whole lives are different, but other than yeah. like negatively affected, like we're all just yeah. like hanging out at home. That's what, yeah, that's what I meant. Not, not any major effects yet. And obviously harp on what you said about the having so much fun doing this in the podcast game thankful for that too because this is something that I never thought I would ever be involved with uh public speaking was probably my biggest fear growing up to the fact that I dropped my public speaking class in college the day of my first speech because I didn't want to do it in front of anyone so um but now I think it's comfortable and awesome I love doing this well, you're a natural, and uh, it's uh, it's awesome to have you on the show. So it's it's a blast, man. Uh, how about you, PC Mike? What are we thankful for this year? I think overall, just the health of family and friends. I think I'd have to be thankful for that. Um, had a couple people here and there, friends and stuff, uh, get COVID and um, do the whole quarantine thing. But overall, everyone's relatively healthy. Um, my parents are healthy. I know we're doing Thanksgiving a lot different this year. Um, like you guys, I think we're just chilling. Um, we're making our own food here. Um, and just, I told my parents, I was like this year, uh, let's just, let's just kind of pause it. Um, I don't know where I heard it, but somebody said a great little quote I heard. It said, let's trade one holiday for the next 10 years. Cause I don't want to infect my parents. I don't want to infect, um, grandparents, stuff like that. So if you trade this holiday, hopefully we get back to the normal swing of things and you get the next 10 years with them instead of just one last Thanksgiving. Um, so I kind of thought about that. So pretty good. Uh, yeah. I like that. Friends and family's health, I think. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's a good point. And you know, one thing I, I was thinking about, because we're doing the same thing. We're doing our own thing. And... Fan mail. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I accidentally I'm in my zero gravity chair, so I'm just hitting buttons accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to stay afloat, just grabbing anything you can. Hold on one second. This thing's like freezing up. I'll have to go to PDF here. I'll have to cut this out maybe. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, remind you guys and remind everyone out there listening. If you're doing the same thing, you're doing your own thing for, for Thanksgiving, don't forget that, uh, you know, FaceTime and Zoom and uh, Facebook portal and all these things work. And we've been doing it with our family, even though they live somewhat close by. You know, it's like my mom lives an hour away, but we still sat down with them and did like some visiting for like FaceTime. It was kind of fun. Like they put you in the corner. It's kind of like you're just on the computer in the corner <laughs> of the room. <laughs> 
Um, so anyway, uh, cool, man. Well, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Thankful for us getting together this week and able to, you know, because of technology, we're not letting the, the, the shutdown get us down. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. We hope you have a happy one. And we got a great show, show for you today. It's jam-packed. So with that, let's actually hear some fan mail. Fan mail. All right, just a couple pieces of fan mail today. Um, going to give some shout-outs, and then we're going to uh, highlight some other stuff as we get into uh, news and rumors before there. Uh, for now, Jason on Facebook gave us a comment, said thanks for your posts. They're fantastic. He's in a, one of the Facebook groups or in one of the superhero groups out there. Jason, we appreciate you. Uh, we are super active on Facebook. I think we talk about Twitter and Instagram a lot on the show, but we are super active on Facebook as well. So get over there and check us out and maybe get highlighted on the show just like Jason. Next, time to announce the winner of the VHS watch party announcement, as well as the winner of the $25 drawing. Are you guys ready? Excited. The winner was coming down to, had to be decided between two movies. We started out with 30, just to kind of, for you guys have been following along. You might remember some of these films. On Golden Pond, Indiana Jones, Truth About Cats and Dogs. We had so many, and you all voted. You guys spoke out. Um, we had people email us on the website. We had people uh, shout us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and we had votes coming in from all over the place. But it does have to come down to one final winner. And the idea here, again, is the winner of this movie. We're going to watch live and for a virtual event. We'll talk about that in a second. Without further ado, the winner between Dogma and Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Pretty much by a long shot, I would say. Um, there, was, it, it was, there were a few Dogma big fans out there. But we are going to watch Jurassic Park. And I think I have some more text here. And the winner of the $25, we're not going to do, you know, first and last name. This is actually one of our email entries. It's going to Gabe. So Gabe that emailed us and voted for Jurassic Park, we're going to be sending you $25 in food delivery. I'll contact you and reach out. I uh, have your email because obviously you emailed us. Um, but it was a random drawing. It doesn't matter how you enter. Um, we'll keep doing these contests. And the idea that I'm going to run with here is this is going to be our very first, um, I'll say, scheduled live event on twitch so i mentioned on the fast and furious special or last time we guys talked um twitch is 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 blowing up right now people are using it not just for game streaming and, and stuff like that they're also showing us uh that podcast can be on there, talk shows i think we might try to do the watch party on twitch so i know mike you have a twitch account andy i think you need to get one we're gonna be doing a lot more stuff on twitch so more to come in that department you guys have any thoughts on the vhs contest watch party was this what you expected um, one thing on Twitch though, if you're scared to like jump in and kind of get it going, it's super user-friendly too. It's super, it's an app. I have mine on my Xbox and you can pop in and there's stream. If you're into gaming, streamers are going all the time. You already know about Twitch, but like Logan said, there's all kinds of different things, but it's super easy and super friendly, um, user-friendly to get on and kind of explore with, um, with the VHS, no surprise that Jurassic Park won against Dogma. I was secretly hoping for Dogma, though. I think that'd be a fun deep dive one day. Well, that's a that's that's actually what I was going to say. Is, so we'll do this live watch of Jurassic Park. It's almost better this way, I think, because we've all seen Jurassic Park a million times. So it'll be fun to like talk through it. What I'd like to do for Dogma is that we actually watch it and do it for the meet on an upcoming episode. So yeah. Dogma fans, we're still going to take care of you. How about you, Andy? You pumped for Jurassic Park? Did you? I mean, I I can't remember what your take was. What you wanted? Yeah, I, I was big on Jurassic Park. I I I've seen Dogma once. Um, I don't think I disliked it at all. But Jurassic Park's just a great movie, and 
I mean, I've probably seen it, I don't know, 50 times, whatever. I mean. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And what I'm excited for is I know this is going to kick us off to just go down the line of Jurassic Park movies. <laughs> so we'll just end up watching all of them and getting ready for the new Jurassic World film that's going to be out whenever, you know, um, and there's some crossover there with like Bryce Dallas Howard and the Mandalorian. I feel like we'll, we're just going to start getting to know like who is making all this stuff. Um, so yeah, Jurassic Park stuff coming up, but don't worry, Dogma fans, we'll keep you posted on uh, when we talk about that as well. Yeah. Order our own food delivery while we watch the movie. That's, that's what I'm planning on. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, what's fun is like, I'd love to have you guys back in the studio, do some person, but we could do live watches literally from our own houses. Like it's so easy. It might even be better that way. So we can like get in the chat, be really active and stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up. What you watching? All right. What you watching? This is where we highlight what we're watching uh, in re- pretty much real time the week that you're listening. And we want to hear from you, the fans. What are you watching? It's what fuels a lot of the content on this show. Um, our meat of the episode today is going to focus on the latest episode of The Mandalorian, episode four. So we'll save that for the end. Um, I wanted to highlight this week that we are still on track of watching uh, the weekly episodes of The Undoing on HBO. And it is still super good. I thought that uh, uh, I wanted to bring it up today to see if you were up to speed, Mike, and just kind of get your thoughts on it. But also, um, just want to say, that's what we're watching this week. We are still here for it. They have not lost me yet. Um, and the other thing I wanted to highlight, because I want to probably talk about on this show at some point, we just started for the first time ever True Detective on HBO. So another more HBO hits. <laughs> good call. I mean, HBO brings it almost every single time. Um, I am not current on the undoing. I have not watched Sunday's episode. Um, so I've also been watching murder on middle beach. Have you watched any of that? Yes. That's We we started that as well. And that's, that's pretty good. That's like the the kid, right? That his, his mom got murdered. Yeah. Yeah. And they may think it's his dad and stuff. I haven't watched episode two of that Sunday night. My chiefs were on. So Sunday night TV kind of got the back burner and then life and all that. Talk about back burner over here. (laughs) Hopefully the next couple of days I'll get caught up on those. Um, Other things I'm watching. um, I think that's really it. You know, I've been popping a Titans episode every once in a while. Um, Going back, I'm watching some old movies. Um, But one thing on the radar I don't know if you guys have watched this, but I just saw as I was creeping through Netflix the other day, December 4th, the fourth season of Big Mouth comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Nick, Kroll, Nick Kroll show. If you've never watched Big Mouth, take the time during this Thanksgiving break, crank them out, laugh hysterically, and have the best time watching TV <laughs> maybe I've ever had and you will ever have. Because Holy is- cow. What a review. I mean, holy cow. I, I know Big Mouth is good. I've heard a lot of good things. Nick Kroll is, is awesome. Um, I think Big Mouth was actually one of the very first shows of 2020 that did a full read from uh, remote locations. Like they all did their voiceovers from home. They were the first one that said like, we can still make our show. We don't care. So like, that's really exciting. And I bet this new season is going to be unbelievable. I, I cry when I watch it. It's so funny. <laughs> like it's hard. Like somebody said it great. I watched the Borat movie a couple weeks ago. And somebody said, I was laughing out loud at a movie in 2020. Like, you have to do something in 2020 to make me laugh, it seems like now. Yep. That's a really good quote. Yeah. And Big Mouth makes me almost cry every episode with their characters. And just middle school, oh, man, it's just – watch it. If you haven't watched it, 
the highest, highest regards of Big Mouth. All right. Um, Giggler, what are, you, what are you watching this week? I mean, we were all texting all week. You're watching so much. <laughs> it's like, what am, like the, the better question is what, what you not watching? Because, <laughs> uh, Dexter, we are about to finish the entire series tomorrow, probably. We just started talking about that, I feel like, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> disgusting. Um, we're monsters. Yeah, Stephanie <laughs> in the room just said, we're monsters, and she's right. Uh, pretty great. much just, like, we get off work and just sit on the couch and just turn it on, and we're like, what else are we going to watch? So um, we'll be finishing that up soon. Uh, me and Steph are watching whatever Mike's got something to do or is not around. We're watching Titans, and we're actually about halfway done with season two of that. I, I love that show so, so good so, so much fun. more than I thought I was going to um just how it connects everything to kind of the universe that we know um a lot of characters that kind of they're going into that you don't know a lot about beforehand um yeah. and then watching Titans kind of um like obviously they talk about a lot of like Robin and Jason Todd and uh Dick Grayson so that reminded me of the Batman animated cartoon series um so I reactivated my DC Universe subscription uh and started watching that kind of while I while I worked it's been a slow week so I just kind of put that on my phone while I'm working is that, um, is that stuff not on HBO Max with like their DC no, content I would think it would be um but it it, it was on uh is on DC Universe right now I don't know is it on Hulu too have you checked Hulu Oh, I should try that because, yeah, I did. I paid eight bucks. To yeah, watch. definitely check because I feel like they moved all that. I thought they had already like taken care of moving that stuff out, but maybe there's some still stuff trickling behind in the DC Universe program. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder since that was like, if that's not technically considered the universe for some reason, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't remember. Was like, like 92 to whatever. I don't know if that would maybe fall under DC. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. like a Sony Spider Man issue. Yeah, I'm watching the most recent one, or I guess it was like 1998. They kind of did a re redo of, of, I think there's like 20 episodes, 25 episodes per in this season, and they're like 20 minutes long. So it's a pretty quick watch, but it's very entertaining. There's some some like villains and stuff that you don't even, that I don't even remember. Like there was one that was like a villain that it was a girl that had like something about the seasons. Like she had the four seasons was like her, she was like throwing pumpkins at people and then, I don't know. It was really, really weird, but it just, it's just awesome to. Um, so you said you watch a lot of, uh, you and Steph are watching a lot of shows. Is there any chance we could ever get Steph on the show? Same goes for Rachel too. You know, you gals are welcome on here. You know that, right? Or was that, supposed, or was that supposed yeah. to be a secret? <laughs> Most likely. I don't know where she's at. She's probably <laughs> doing stuff. I feel I like they're, they're in the room and they heard that and they like looked at you and you looked at them and there was this moment of like, is she going to come on? Yeah. Just shut up, Logan. Like, I can tell she's thinking in her head over there right now because she can hear us. She's like, oh, let me let me get put my face on first. Yeah, we'll we'll make it happen. Um at this point, especially with the zooms, we can we can start put we can get 10, 20 people in here. I think I have a hundred person limit. <laughs> hey Andy, you're right. It's just on right now, it's just on DC Universe, it looks like. Okay. So yeah. all right. Well, uh keep us posted on all that because like all that stuff that you're watching, Andy, same for you, Mike, but like the stuff that you mentioned, Andy Dexter and uh titans those two specifically there's just more so much stuff in the future that's going to be coming out um i think it's so good that we're keeping a pulse on these shows because i don't know if i'll be able to rewatch titans in the near future so like having you watch it we can like have some conversations refresh memories and all of that's going to be at home on hbo max so um we all know what's happening over there 
Hey, Logan, how do you feel about True Detective, though? I, I know you mentioned it. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I should have said. So we watched. We finished season one, and we just started season two. And yeah, here I've watched season one. Okay. Did not watch season two. Watch season three. I'll keep it spoiler free for now, just because um, we might dive, dive in one day. But I'll say this: season season one, just you know, spoiler free. Uh, don't worry. Uh, really good. I would say, like, I, I mean, I loved it. It's Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, and they're on screen like the whole time. So how would you not have like a great time? And, and then they and then they produced season two, and season two stars Vince Vaughn, Colin Farrell, Rachel McAdams. But so far, season two has not grabbed me. I watched the first episode, and me and Carrie looked at each other, and I go, I don't know what's going on. Season two is universally just not well received. I knew so it. I, just, I, I knew it. I think season two, I got to the last two episodes and I never even watched them. But oh my gosh! Okay, I'll tell Carrie because I I felt like that was that I felt like that's where we were headed. I can't vouch for season three though. Season three is awesome. Okay. All right. Well, we'll keep moving through season two, but I, I mean, based on what you guys said. Don't be surprised if we stop halfway. I rarely don't finish something. It has to be bad, but if it's that bad, we won't finish it. Yeah. All right, cool. That's what we're watching. Uh, lots of stuff going on, and there's going to be even more stuff coming up as we're getting ready to enter the new year. Um, let us know what you're watching and uh, send us in. You know, you can do it at mostlysuperheroes.com and our social media pages, and we might even feature you on the show. And actually, it's probably likely at this point we'll, you'll get featured on the show. All right, with that, let's move on to news and rumors. Keep it kind of light in the news and rumors section. There wasn't a ton of news. It's more rumorville and kind of fun stuff today. Uh, got a lot of stuff from comicbook.com, as always, unofficially brought to you by comicbook.com. I, I use them for all of our episodes, uh, at least in some regard. They, they released a photo that was actually from Marvel Studios on Reddit of Robert Downey Jr. trying on the Iron Man helmet for the very first time during Iron Man 1 filming. Did you guys see this? No, no I didn't. It's definitely like Nerdville. You know, this is for the deep fans that like care. But I got the photo up on the screen, and it's just a cool shot. Robert Downey Jr. is so young. That helmet looks so dope. And I just picture all of those guys for the first time just being like, man, we're doing this. <laughs> and he was kind of a roll of the dice when they picked him because he kind of lost his box office appeal with all his legal things and kind of Iron Man saved him as much as he saved Iron Man, I think. That's a good point. It is a good point. I've read some. I've read some stuff about that and how it was kind of like a risk. And uh, but like the moment he came in and read, it was like that electricity. Yeah, I mean, who are they like Eric Bana is their Hulk. Who? What are they going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys see what I shared about the Hulk? My 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 thoughts on it. You that, wanted the Hulk universe thing, right? Well, I just I was like, you know, you're talking about all these Spider Verse people showing up in like Multiverse of Madness. That's cool. But like, what if in one movie one day, like all three of those Hulks show up and they. Like they look the same as they did in the other movies. Like the Banner one just looks like <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Dude, we watched the Banner. We, we watched the Banner one last week. Give it a score. I will. Oh, I will. Okay. Um, the Eric Banner Hulk. I forget when it came out, but we watched it beginning to the very, very end. And I say it like that because it's the longest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> and, and not a good way if a marvel movie's long and i'm complaining you've done something very wrong my rate my rating using our four point scale 4.0 scale i give it a 1.4 and i mean that's just that's just the truth like i i, I don't think i'll i'll never watch it again ever who's the villain in that film the writers 
<laughs> no, it's um, it's like kind of his dad. His dad's kind of the bad guy, and he has like Hulk dogs. He makes his dogs into Hulk dogs. What? Yeah, yep, let's green light this, guys. This sounds um, like. <laughs> there's like like that's like the whole movie is like this relationship between him and his dad. The thing is, it's like at its core, I told Carrie, I was like, it's it's actually not a bad origin Hulk film, but it. I, now that I've rewatched it, it's terrible. It's so it's so bad. Like the like if the people that think it's so bad and have always said so, you're absolutely right. The Edward Norton one is so much better, so great, just a good movie, honestly. Anyway, all right, so that's enough of this of Robert Downey Jr. This next one's uh, Rumorville for WandaVision coming out of comic book, of course. Brandon Davis over there, we love you, Brandon. Um, he's shared out some thoughts on what's going on with WandaVision, some theories about who we could possibly see in the series based on like comic book lore and things. I mean, he, this guy, you know, he, I, I brag on this guy all the time. He's in the know. He talks about some people we might see. The top one that this article was about was actually saying that we might see Ultron in the show at some point from Age of Ultron. Oh, am I not sharing my screen? Oh, no. I'll have to insert this after one. Yeah, I'll share it. I've been sharing the whole time. Oh, damn it. Sorry, guys. It'll still be in the episode, but you guys just haven't been able to see what there. I see. I've had great visuals up the whole time. I know. That's why you said if you see, go back to that Iron Man picture for me in handy. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Great. That's hilarious. Um, you think we're right. just lying to you? Like, you ask, have you guys seen this? And we're like, no. And you're like, well, it's right on the screen, idiots. Dude, you, I, just, I just saw my chat pop up, and I was like, who's chatting me during this? <laughs> and I, it says, PC Mike, can you share your screen? I was trying to be, like, sneaky, <laughs> so, like, you didn't blow yourself up. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Everybody can know. I wasn't see, just, this is a classic, a classic Zoom mistake. If you business folk, those that work in the office, you know what we're talking about here. Um, all right, so you guys can see now. So Ultron is someone they're talking about that could be in this. This is Rumorville. This is all kind of from Brandon Davis and comic book lore. There's some talks about maybe seeing Magneto as like Wanda Vision's dad or Wanda's dad, because in the comic book, Wanda Romanoff's dad is Magneto. Really? Yes. Oh. We talked, we've heard that we might hear quick see Quicksilver. I meant to put a photo up here. It looks like I, I forgot. There's just one blank spot here. Um but the one, it's actually, I've heard that it might be the Quicksilver from the from the X-Men movies. It's the same kid that's like an American Horror Story and not the guy that was in Age of Ultron. So yeah. that'd be interesting. He was just so fast, you couldn't get a picture of him to put down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's actually sitting right there. He's phasing. Some speedster talk for you. Uh, Doctor Strange is like, basically Brandon Davis puts it like, if Doctor Strange isn't in WandaVision, he'd be surprised at this point, just with the timing of everything and like how the worlds connect. Because... Wanda, Wanda is going to be in like a, a star in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. So it makes sense that whatever, wherever this ends will be like the next thing before we see that movie. For sure. And maybe Nick Fury. Sorry, Andy, go ahead. I keep cutting you off, but those were all no, the ones that we might see. I just said I can't wait. Yeah, whenever you get to talking about this, this show is dropping on January 15th. Um, I don't think it's quite... It's almost like I quite don't believe it even, you know, like with everything that's happened this year and all the pushbacks and like Black Widow should have been out in May. So like, what are we talking about? Like this movie isn't even like, they're still not budging on putting it on Disney plus just to, you know, just, yeah, I think you should. I mean, Wonder Woman's going to uh, HBO max. It's all that this week. Um, anyway, I am excited too, Andy. 
to have a phase four to have phase four kick off and to have this show to talk about on this podcast, I am so excited. And if you're a WandaVision or an MCU fan, you should be excited too. Their graphics have been awesome lately too. Kind of like the split screen looking graphics that I've seen here and there, where it's like kind of like a rip in the picture and it's like WandaVision on one side and like 1950s on one picture and then how they look as their Marvel characters on the other. Their stuff's been really cool. Yeah, it looks so good. The teaser videos have been good. The trailers that the trailers they've dropped have been good. Totally with you. So more to come on WandaVision. That'll be the new year. Um, this is kind of serious, semi-serious in terms of like TV show serious. No one's dying or anything. But Daredevil fans, if you're a fan of the show Daredevil on Netflix, um, apparently, I just heard of this this week. I'm thankful that it made it to me, and it's only because I was on comicbook.com. Daredevil fans launch final campaign before Marvel Studios scores rights. And this is a real campaign that comicbook.com is, is backing of uh, a tweet storm or a social takeover to use the hashtag save daredevil and the deadline to do this. Apparently there's some timing involved. It's coming up this Sunday on the 29th. So I just retweeted it from my mostly superheroes account. If you want to find it very quickly, I think it's my very most recent tweet as of today, today's November 25th. And this came out just today. Um, and apparently there's this, this, uh, this, uh, what do you call it when you have to sign a bunch of stuff? Like all the signature. Yeah. Petition. Thanks. The peti- there's a petition to get this thing going again. And the idea here is that Kevin Feige could pick this up because of this expiration of rights that's happening this year. So very exciting that we could possibly see the Netflix Marvel, uh, Charlie Cox daredevil character that I love, loved every show that came after daredevil. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. I say every show. Iron Fist was every crap. show. I was getting ready to say every show. Not every. Yeah, no, definitely not Iron Fist. Uh, that one was a huge bummer. <laughs> um, but hey, listeners, this is your call to action. If you're sitting at, oh, across uh, at your house and the holidays are going by you, you know, you got you're just gonna be sitting around, overeating, getting food. Just hop on Twitter, retweet our tweet, retweet uh, comicbook.com. The hashtag is Save Daredevil. And the deadline is this Sunday, November 29th. I don't know if this really means anything, but all right now, I'll do it. How hard is it to retweet something, you know? All right. Um, let's see if we have any. Oh, all right. So we have no more news and rumors. With that, I think we can get ready to jump in the meat. But before that, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right Hello, podcast listener. This is your host of Mostly Superheroes, Logan. Thank you for checking out our show. Watch for weekly episodes here on your podcast streaming channel, as well as video content on YouTube. Just search Mostly Superheroes. You can also find all of our content on MostlySuperheroes.com, as well as all those social media channels. Give us a listen, watch, subscribe, and enjoy. And we'll see you next time on Mostly Superheroes. Hello, podcast listener. This is your host of Mostly Superheroes, Logan. We hope you're enjoying the show. Did you know that you or your business can advertise right here, right now, in this advertising spot for Mostly Superheroes? That's right. We are currently open and negotiating terms with potential partners. Please go check us out at MostlySuperheroes.com and reach out on our contact page. Enjoy the rest of the show, and we'll see you next time. We're back and uh hope you're enjoying the show and the thanksgiving special andy and mike and i are having a great time um 
I'm in, I've, I've taken off the Snuggie a little bit. I'm not going to lie. With the heating pad and the Snuggie, when we, und- when we did the break just now, I didn't even tell you guys this during the break. I'm just covered in sweat. <laughs> so New workout plan. I have the ice pack on my back now. Uh, doctors do recommend 20 minutes on, 20 minutes on, heat and ice. <laughs> this is for any injury, so pay it forward. Um, with that, let's get into the meat. Um, I really am excited for the meet today. This is one of the biggest things that I love about these weekly drops for some of these shows. Like that, for again, for a podcast, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice being like, okay, what happened in this one? Um, and this one is episode four of chapter chapter two. Full spoiler alert right now. We have some screenshots. We're going to be talking about what happened. And we're going to be talking about what's happened in episode five. Um, this episode is called The Siege. It's technically chapter 12. Um, this is, you know, if you're, if you're not a numbers person, you're not going to be able to track what any of these episodes are because it's chapter 12, episode four, <laughs> season two. <laughs> this one was a good one, right? <laughs> I mean, right off the bat, this one was so fun. Mike, you had complained that they were getting shorter and shorter and shorter. I will say this one was four minutes longer than episode three. It was, it was. Still not that I long. Had, I think they had four minutes worth of credits, though. I'm not going to be picky, but yes. <laughs> you're not. You're not really lying, especially whenever they factor in the artwork, which I love. I love the artwork at the end, but it does take up a chunk of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's just run through the episode real quick. I have about five screenshots. We're keeping the super high level, kind of highlight the stuff that we talked about, kind of talk about what happened and what we think it means, and then just preview what's coming up next week. Um, so this episode was really fun. Again, it's called the Siege, and. It opens up with the Mandalorian, first of all, getting the, uh, Yoda to baby Yoda to try to help him fix his ship. And there's a cute little scene with him and two wires trying to put it together. Um, there's this baby Yoda just keeps getting cuter and cuter every episode. He's just doing more cute stuff. He's almost talking at this point. He's like, way more baby like. Yeah, way more baby like. Um, and the takeaway here is all right, before we can get to your Jedi planet. Um, I need my ships like barely working. We need to get some help. If you remember from the last episode, it was basically just clanking through space. I love how even in space, it has like a limp where there's no <laughs> gravity. It still limps. <laughs> um, I don't know, I don't oh, know if this part was there, but I liked when he took a drink when they were on the thing and baby Yoda like looked under the mask. To, like, yeah. Like, yeah. It was like, he was just trying to see like, who, who is my dad? Basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was cool. Thought that was cool. I, I love the relationship between the two. It's just becoming more father-son, which, like, I feel like it's just building us up to – it's probably going to break our hearts one day. I'm just – I'm so scared. I don't know what's going to happen. Anytime you start getting comfortable with a relationship, you're like – that's usually when they start to – like, he'll get taken or something, right? Yeah. I would love a Baby Yoda timeline. Like, hey, at 60 years old, he says his first word. At 80, <laughs> he has his first steps. Like, hey. He's a hundred. He's a hundred years old. Finally wiped his butt. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd love. I'd love a breakdown of that. Like his years. Like how old he is when he hits milestones. He starts he getting. He starts getting pimples at like two hundred. Yeah. I, mean, I hate you, Dad. Dad. <laughs> I've never. You're not my real dad. We're all like. <gasps> I mean, depending on how many seasons there are of this, we could get there. Maybe I don't know. So he says they're going to go back to Navarro. This is where they're going to go. So Navarro apparently is that planet where he left in season two. And that's where we get Grief Karga. And you guys remember her name? I do not. 
I'm almost there. Her real name's Gina Carraro or whatever. Yeah, the Gina Carraro character. I forgot it. It's we did this on the we did this last time. Um, Andy or Mike, if you want to guys and look it up, we'll we'll get this for you so the fans aren't going crazy while they're listening right now. We'll we'll get that name for you. Um, but he meets back up with the crew. You know the crew that he departed from in season one. This is this is an episode we've all been dying for. We've been waiting to see Carl Weathers again. <laughs> Not Lando Calrissian, as we very much screwed up. And when we talked about it, we'll acknowledge it. We know when we screw up. We know that that was me. This Don't is, say we, it was just me. That's big of you to to step up. So no, this is his name is Grief Carga, I believe. I think I believe I, I looked that one up before. And her name is Cara Dune. Cara Dune. There we go. I wish I remember that. She's always, she lives basically in a sand dune. Uh, they get back and he's like, hey, man, what's up? I need some help. We're going to do this thing. Um, and this was kind of fun. Uh, you get this. Uh, he's like, how's my credit here? You know, can I get some help? My ship's busted. Grief Karg is like, of course, we're running this town now, dude. We're going to help you out. He's like, fix this ship ship up brand new. Um, we get a little idea here that this one of these mechanics is an Empire spy, apparently, because we don't know that at, at, at the beginning – but I, there's something about when the Mandalorian walks off, they give you a little, like, this mechanic's kind of looking like, I know who that is, right? We don't know exactly who he's working for, but we can assume it's, like, Empire people. Of course, they can't just help him fix the ship and get out of there. There's a mission. There's always a mission. Mike, you've talked about this. But, like, it's... Always, that's the, always a mission. But always I thought... I've thought about this. I, I, I wrote a little blurb on what I've thought of the show, just very a few, just on social media. I just put out my thoughts. And one thing that I said, like, this is, a, this is like a space Western. Like, this is like space cowboy, basically. Like, it's like the, the music, the tone, like, everything with the, like, even how he pulls his gun is very, like, old Western style. So, you know what? If he's a, a cowboy in space, what's he going to do? He's going to have a lot of missions. So, we got to get, I think that that's just kind of like, that's part of the show of what it is. It's like mission-based. And I didn't mind this one versus others that I felt like were filler. This one, I think, improved the story. We got to see older characters and things like that. Some of them, a couple in episode, I don't know, last episode or episode two of this season, a couple in first season, just felt kind of fillery. This one actually advanced the story, I felt like. Totally agree. Um, and with that, so we find out that um, there's – basically a stormtrooper um an empire bunker nearby they've still been hanging out there um dune car dune says uh, apparently this is where those stormtroopers came from when we defeated moff gideon so they do a call back to that episode when they beat moff gideon um and they say like we got to get the rest of these people out of here because they're still like messing up our planet and the stakes are so high that basically they tell mando like if we don't like if you do this you're basically liberating this entire planet these are the last people left and he's like, okay, you help me. I'll help you. You help me type thing. This is kind of how we function. Well, they get out there. Make sure I don't skip anything. And we learn a lot. And I don't know how much of you guys were picking up on, but I want to throw some stuff out there. This might, I might be showing my ignorance as a Star Wars fan. I've never been, um, I've never hid the fact that I'm not a diehard Star Wars guy. I don't know all the ins and outs of like the Clone Wars. But I'll tell you right now, this is what I picked up on. They find this lab. First of all, it's not even a military base. It's a lab. And there are two scientists there trying to like wrap something up. They, they, there's a bunch of fun stuff. They, uh, Mandalorian flies up overhead, uh, kills some stormtroopers, storm get some jetpack use. That was fun. They reintroduced that character that Mandalorian kidnapped in the very like first episode of season one. 
he's like working for grief Karga now and grief Karga's just yelling at him the whole time he's like get up here and open the door and the guy's like okay i, I can't i'm thirsty i'm a fish alien and he's like get up here and open the door right now how about 30 years off your your, your life sentence and he's like okay all right <laughs> yeah yeah that was funny <laughs> he had three it. that many years left and it's like that for the whole episode. He's cur- he's constantly grief. Carg is like uh, Carl Weathers is constantly telling this guy what to do, and he's he, like he ends up even making the guy like blow up the the thing. He, like he has to turn off the lava cooling units, like which is gonna like blow this place up. He's like get in there and do it. And I was like, God, they're really bossing this guy around. I didn't know if we were supposed to notice that, but it definitely happened. Well, they get past everybody. They get past the stormtroopers, and they get to this lab part. So again, it's not a military base. And in there are all these uh, water tanks where, like, classic, you know, if you watch any kind of sci-fi movie or TV show, classic clones and jars type place. Okay, this is classic clones and jars. And to me, I'm calling it because I, I, I don't know if I, – I bet real Star Wars fans are like, no shit. I'm kind of like I'm, – I'm like pretending I'm Sherlock Holmes here. This is, <laughs> this is the uh, bad guy from the newer Star Wars movies with Rey and everybody, the bad Sith Lord um, – if you guys give get, give that a quick Google, if you don't know it, yeah. Snoke. Yeah, duh. Good, good job, Andy. Yeah, I can. And if you that. remember, at the end of those, spoiler alert for those movies. If you have not seen the new Star Wars movies, I'm about to say something. Snoke was apparently like this clone that was made by the Empire to like they were trying to make in a lab like a Sith Lord, right? I mean, that's what I remember. I think. So, that that could be him i mean you can see like the deformed head the shoulder kind of looks the same like it's it's tough to tell for sure and i don't i don't think we might not we might not find out for a long time maybe in a whole different other show or something that's the great part about this universe i think is who knows but we're gonna get an answer eventually you're Uh, so right it could it could come years later because this is again taking five years after the empire fall has fallen which means it's taking place basically like 30 years before the newer Star Wars films. Yeah. My source, my Star Wars source told me that you can, if you listen, you can hear Snoke's music in this scene. People are guessing about it. So. Well, and then, and then that's what, and then this guy that we got, this lab guy from season one, he was the guy that liked baby Yoda. He was like, don't hurt him to the Mandalorian. You remember that guy? He was like the, guy's right-hand man that hired the Mandalorian in the first place to get baby Yoda. He said, there's a video recording of him saying that we ran out of blood from the, from the child or from the donor. They call him the donor. And they say, if we need more, you know, we're gonna have to get this, this donor back. So what I'm, what I'm picking up on here is baby Yoda is this source of blood of Jedi blood, which contains a high amount of midichlorians. (laughs) I believe it's what they're called from the prequels. And I'm assuming that they're like, this is the most powerful Jedi blood we've ever had. And they're trying to use it to handcraft or revive a Sith Lord. And I think it might be Snoke. Now that's just a theory, but either way, I think they're using that blood for something very similar to that. If not, if nothing else. I think you're definitely right. All right. That's a Dr. Pershing. Yes. Yeah. I I can remember. remember I'm going to say it. Mike said that in the episode of Pershing. It was like ringing in my ears. I think he had a tweet go viral, this guy that played this actor. Um, I don't know where I saw it or somebody retweeted it. 
he said something about a hologram and now I get, I grew up and I was a hologram or I grew up watching holograms and I wanted to be one I think he was talking about one of the older movies and now I am a hologram or something like that. That's so cool. Can you imagine watching star Wars as a kid seeing like Leia and you're like, Oh, that'd be cool if we could talk to each other like that. And then he is one. Yeah. All right. So they end up, um, they end up getting out. They go on this big fight out of the place. Um, it's really fun. They end up having to split up. The Mandalorian has to go one way, and he has left Baby Yoda back at the babysitter, which was the fish uh, character from the last episode that had the eggs. So the Baby Yoda's with the that fish alien that had the eggs. They're babysitting. He's like, I got to go get Baby Yoda right now. And Dune and Karga are in the fish character that his his fish slave basically he's like we we're gonna get out of here we're gonna do this stuff there's a lot of fun sequences of them getting chased this was this was the highlight of the episode this is where the stormtroopers come ramping off of the bunker you get speeders going they're chasing they're shooting speeders they think they get away from the stormtroopers on speeders out come tie fighters a lot of them i want to say like five or six maybe somewhere between four and six TIE fighters. They're chasing them down, chasing them down. It's coming to a head. It looks like they're probably going to die. Mandalorian comes swooping in. His ship is brand new, doing so well. And did you guys chat me again? Yeah, I sent you the tweet. You oh, thanks. No, we can definitely pull it up, please. Um, I love having like the chat in here. This is fun. Interesting open this up it's like mike's icloud drive and just pictures of, of him naked or something <laughs> i'm like uh-oh <laughs> oh thank god it's not you caught me let's, let's pull it up let's pull it up um i've been slow playing this podcast for months just to get you right now to open up my icloud with that all right here it comes here we go if you're watching on youtube we're uh we're sharing this thing live with you right now while we're recording um it's definitely taking its sweet time. I'm I'm taking this 215 MacBook Pro as far as it can go. I promise my internet's faster than this. I'm so embarrassed right now. Oh, here we go. Mandalorian actor Omid Abtahi fulfilled a lifelong Star Wars dream. I remember being 10 years old and seeing a hologram for the first time and thinking, cool, I want to be a hologram one day. Well, the galaxy responded. That's pretty dope. Thanks, Mike, for sharing that. That's well worth. Oh, I should give it a clap for that. That guy, that guy's living the dream right now. Anybody in this show is living the dream because now you're in Star Wars. I think about that all the time. Like every time they're in a scene, they're just like, I'm in Star Wars now. Yeah. Like Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. I'm a wrestler. Yep. What a life. Um, The fight scene is awesome in the sky. His ship is working so great. He does so many cool moves. Ends up blasting through the TIE fighters. They win, and he says, adios, guys. I saved your planet now. I'm taking Baby Yoda to his planet, and that's where uh, you leave the Mandalorian. It's not the last scene we get, though. Um, And definitely, you know, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on the episode as well. Like, I just want to get through the story and kind of talk about what we can expect for the next episode. We do get Moff Gideon, um, a great scene with uh, an Imperial starship, one of the big ones, you know, it takes, you know, they love long ships. The Empire loves big, long ships. And he's asked uh, his chick here, this general, she heard from the spy, and they put a tracker on the ship. This is the, this is the spy that was 
fixing Mando's ship, working for Grief Karga, she tells Moff Gideon, we got the tracker on there. We know right where they're going. And Moff Gideon does like a full-on evil smile here and says, like, does he have the asset? And they're gonna, and, they, and he says, we'll be ready. So good. I tweet, I've been tweeting at uh, Giancarlo Esposito. I've been just trying to get him to get my attention, honestly. But I'm also just giving him praise, dude. He is so good. And, like, I've said it to him on Twitter. I was like, I never even knew I needed this character. And now I'm like, please never stop making this character. Like, if there's a spinoff or a movie one day, this guy is awesome. He's wearing, like, a Darth Vader suit. Yeah. The next few episodes are going to be awesome. I can't wait. All right, anything else on this episode that I missed? It was a great episode, action-packed. It's going to give you a, a mission, but with some main characters, moves the story along in a big way and sets you up for episode five. Mike, Andy, any other thoughts on episode four? I think really the only thing would be who directed this episode. I believe it was Carl Weathers. Oh, I think you're right. One of you guys confirmed. As you can see, my web browser is not the most functional thing to pull up live. And I, that is important because The Mandalorian is all about giving the reins to a new uh, director for each episode. And, you know, Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard did the one with the eggs, I think. John Favreau gets definitely the most of them, I believe. But what about this? What about episode four and then episode five? Maybe you guys can look that up. Carl Weathers directed episode four, and oh. he was in it a lot. So... <laughs> <laughs> He was in it a lot. And, you know, I realized a connection with Carl Weathers and Bryce Dallas Howard. He is in, for a few episodes, uh, one season of Arrested Development, which is obviously is like Ron Howard and the Howard family. And uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched that, but he, he plays himself in the show giving active, acting lessons to Tobias. I don't know what that means. All I'm, I'm just pointing it out that, like, maybe it's good to have friends in Star Wars town. <laughs> not to say he's not a great fit. Carl Weathers is great in this show. He fits perfectly. I hear and the last thing, I'm going to see if I can find this. There was a mistake in this episode. Oh, yeah. I'm going to send you this tweet again, Logan. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. I thought this was hilarious. Hey, just take a just... screenshot. Take a screenshot and throw it in the chat. That'll be way easier. Well, I just, I'm on a, my uh, Chromebook, so I don't know. Is it Chromebook? Can you take screenshots? I mean, you can, but I don't, I, I just did it. It's his tweet. But uh, I'll, I'll set it up as it pulls up. I've got it. I've got it. Yeah. Set I it saw up. this. There was a mistake. There was a guy in the background that wasn't supposed to be in the background. And all they've called him was Jeans Guy. Jeans Guy. And now they wanted to make an action, a Star Wars action figure of Jeans Guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That made it into the episode? Yeah. That guy was standing in the background right there, I believe. How does that happen? That's as bad as I love the packaging on the left hand side. It's just half that guy's body. (laughs) Yeah, I've got it shared up on the screen if you watch on YouTube. We got look at that toy. It's it's him literally standing behind a wall, but like it's just a toy. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right, all right, Uh, all right. Let's see here. Let's go back. Um, Okay. Oh, sorry. I got to. I saw something interesting on the next episode. You said who's directing it, Uh, Dave. Filoni, and it looks like he was involved with the Clone Wars and Rebels cartoon show. So obviously, that's kind of perfect person to be directing this, since that's kind of uh, climaxing. I feel like with that uh, Ahsoka Tano being in 
upcoming if I ever gonna say that name right, but we'll see. And that's the purple haired person, right? From like the Clone Wars. Yeah, it's like the I don't know, is it purple? Or it's like the kind of like bluish. Yeah, blue and white, like just weird alien Star Wars looking person. Well that's that's awesome and that makes total sense, Andy. You're totally right because it seems like this is gonna be a big uh sounds like you know well it's, the episode is called the Jedi. Yeah, that's insane to me that we're going to watch this show on Friday and it's going to be an hour. Well, probably, you know, 30 minutes <laughs> of television. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 45 minutes of television of literally like a Star Wars movie. But with like, like, who are we going to see? I can't even contain my excitement. I mean, people that watch the Clone Wars are excited about this because of her. Okay. Like, yeah. Basically, her versus Darth Maul in the Clone Wars is one of the greatest things in the Star Wars universe ever. So... I'm excited as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm trying to, I, I did, have they said exactly like what planet they're going to? Cause like all they keep saying is, I feel like they're just saying, we got to get this back to the Jedi planet. We got to get this guy back to his baby Yoda back to his kind. I just where don't was know. Yoda hanging out when Luke found him back in the day. Well, that was Dagobah. Yeah. The Dagobah system. Dagobah system. Um, okay. But that's where Yoda was. This would be more, yeah. I guess this would be around that time where that's, but that's that's where Yoda was. Where were the other Jedi? I mean, there were some Jedi on on Tatooine, but God, they've already you know been to Tatooine twenty times at this point. Um, I, I don't know if they've come out and said it. I'm sure real Star Wars fans know. If you do know and you're listening and you're chomping at the bit to tell us, well, tell us. Get on the website and tell us on mostsuperheroes.com. We are looking to get more informed on the show. We, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a call to arms, and. This can still be Jake, and uh, we, I know our schedules con conflict sometimes, but I'd love to have Jake on. I, we're obviously hungry to have a Star Wars expert on the show. Wouldn't you guys agree? Yeah. Like, because we I got half of the season left in The Mandalorian. We need it. And I've moved from calling Jake out by name to just my Star Wars source. He's <laughs> not Jake anymore. Until he comes on the show, he will be my Star Wars source. Yeah, so, that's great. Well, we're, we're looking for anybody. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'd love to have your Star Wars guy on but we'll have anybody on um all right so that's the mandalorian we're here for it we're excited for it um and with that let's get into what's coming up on the show okay i, I alluded to this uh at the beginning of uh the episode um but we uh we're doubling down on the show <laughs> we have a lot of stuff coming up and all that means is just more content for you as a listener. If you're listening to this podcast and you think, oh man, I like this podcast. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Just so you know, we do a lot of stuff in between the show. I mean, a lot of stuff. We're on social media so much. I go live on Instagram usually about twice a week now. Um, and we have uh, uh, a lot of interviews actually that we've started to do. So we have this new segment called Logan's Heroes. And it's going to be uh, basically interview style. And I already have four done, locked and loaded that are just sitting in my, on my hard drive and just that need to be put out. And uh, we're going to get that going next week after the holiday, some stuff to look forward to frankly built on Instagram and on YouTube. Oh my gosh, this guy, he handmade a suit. I say handmade. He made a suit utilizing a 3d printer. I know more now about 3d printing than I ever thought I would in my life. And it is not what you think. It is super complicated. This guy is awesome. Uh, Logan Dominic, five-year-old cosplay, cosplay player out of California. Um, him and his dad and I had a great call. We're going to get that uh, interview out to you soon. 
I've talked about Small Town Forgotten on this show. This is a new true crime pro- podcast that um, my podcast company is partnered with Blueburn Productions on. And we're going to do a one-on-one with the host of that show, Chris, Chris Olsey. And uh, you can be looking forward to that. And he's going to give us a little background on Small Town Forgotten and what's, uh, what's coming up in that true crime department. So true crime podcast fans, that'll be a good one for you. And then lastly, I told Mike and Andy about this today. Just to add this interview before today's episode, Geek Grooming. You heard that right. Geek Grooming, like, like G-E-E-K. These are, these are soap and body wash and um, self-care um, products that are inspired by uh, pop cult, nerd pop culture. Stuff like Indiana Jones, Star Wars, um, Harry Potter. There's a whole bunch of stuff. And we have a nice interview coming out very soon. And it's going to be a very special uh, promotional offer for mostly superhero fans specifically. So I'm very excited to get that out to you guys. Like I said, a lot of those Logan's Heroes videos come out next week. Watch for them on all of our social channels and our website, mostlysuperheroes.com. We're going to be on Twitch. Like I said, we already created the account, already gone live for the first time. If you have not followed us on Twitch, which you probably haven't since I just brought it up today for like the first time, go follow us on Twitch. And we already talked about 2021. The last thing I wanted to bring up before we wrap up today, because it's the very next thing we'll probably do, I assume, at this point with the, with the dates and everything, the Batman Returns Christmas special. Andy, Andy, are you excited for this or are you just not that excited? I'm a little bit excited. I've been excited. I've, I already got my outfit picked out. So sometimes you buy a shirt that's just perfect for for a certain time in your life. And you have just it. you have just inspired me to dress up for the episode. I think we have to do something. We should. We're supposed. To, remember we talked about like having a a Thanksgiving dinner during this episode. That would have been nice, but. Yeah, I uh, yeah, it was just that's just too it's too hard to eat with the microphones and and all that. But uh, yeah. Mike, you you ready for the Batman Returns Christmas special? And you know this would be a good time for you guys to say like what you want to see most on it. Yeah, um, Andy just gave me some ideas. I might have to dress up as Max Shrek, that was Christopher Walken um, from Batman Returns. <laughs> you get the big hair. Please do that. <laughs> and like the, you get the trench coat. You better work on your walking accent. What? What? <laughs> like going at Michelle Pfeiffer. What are you going? What? Could, what? No, it's exciting. I can't do it. I actually texted uh, some people today, and I was like, "Hey, you know, keep this on the horizon." And I have some uh, questions or some comments that are already flowing in, um, and I'll get those to you, Logan. But there's some good little things, especially if you um, if you grew up in the St. Louis area. One of my buddies sent me something that kind of ties it all with the St. Louis area. And I've never thought about it before, but it's really cool. And I, I'll save it for the episode. But if you've ever been, if you lived in the St. Louis area, this might have a connection with you to Batman Returns. So that's awesome. What about you, Andy? What are you uh, excited for most? Um, I'm excited for anything Batman ever. So that's true. That's, that's I'm honestly more so just like that's not a movie that I watch a lot. I think I focus on the first one, obviously, through, uh, due to my, my, my past experiences conquering my demons. Um, <laughs> so um, definitely just looking forward to doing a deep dive and see what happens. Yeah, uh, for, for those of you that don't know, um, Ant, the original Batman film is why we call Andy the Giggler because he used to have nightmares about the Joker until he giggled himself to, almost to death. <laughs> I bit his fingers off and now he's gone. You bit his gone. finger and you haven't dreamed about him since. So and we're still so proud of you for that. 
Um, all right. Well, more to come on that. I would like to get some fun stuff planned, maybe some games. Some, you know, we're definitely put out some polls and stuff leading up to the movie. We've already got some stuff out there on our social media about this specific topic, you know, about Batman Returns even being a Christmas movie. We got some kind of, we got some thoughts going on it. I've already really upset some people in the Hallmark uh, movie Facebook groups because they're like, get this shit out of here. It's not on Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you wish it was on Hallmark. Hallmark. I, I literally was like, hey, I'm not here to cause any problems. I just like, we're having a Batman Returns Christmas special. We obviously think it's a Christmas movie. Maybe Hallmark could pick it up. I'd be down. Um, maybe, Hallmark you know what I'm like? have the sack to do it though. Do what? They don't have the sack to pick this up. Hallmark can't handle Batman Returns. No, uh, they, I don't know if they could. There's, <laughs> I don't think it'll ever happen. Um, what I'd like to see though is maybe, uh, maybe try to get some special guests for the episode. So we'll see. Uh, so much more coming. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I, I, I hope you're going to have a, a good, chill Thanksgiving like the rest of us, like we're talking about. We know that it's different than any year, um, and we're here for you, and we're going to keep pumping out shows for you. We'd like to have you on. There's so many ways to engage with us out there on um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Tumblr, LinkedIn. <laughs> we're everywhere. Like We are all over the internet, and we post everything all the time. We're, act- we, we're posting daily. Um, so go check us out. Let us know what you'd like to see on the show. Have a happy Thanksgiving. And I'm going to leave you with what Mike said. Let's trade this all together, you know, not together, Thanksgiving for another 10 years of being together with the people we care about. We know that it's hard out there, but um, we're here for you and we care about you. So have a good rest of your week. We'll see you after the holiday. Mike and Andy, thank you guys. Thank you. As always. As always, we'll see you next time. This has been Mostly Superheroes.